It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? The Washington Wizards lose a nail body tonight in Brooklyn, New York. But the big three did show out tonight. But free throws, lack of bench production, a couple of woes that we're going to talk about next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again. I'm here with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making the Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, E, looking at this loss tonight, what lost it? Was it the free throws or lack of? Or was it the bench production? Which one was it? Um, It was a lot. I mean, we struggled from the three. Turnovers were bad. Um, but I, I would say free throw shooting. We ended up losing by six. And uh, looking at the free throws, we missed at least 10 or 11 free throws. It was really, it was awful. Uh, yeah, we were 23 for 34 from the free throw line. We got to the free throw line a good amount of times. We shot 34 free throws. We got into the bonus with about, you know, five minutes left. Or it might have been more than that, like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, Porzingis got to the free throw line a lot. I know him and KD were going back and forth. Like KD was saying that Porzingis was flopping, but you know, he was taking advantage of that. Yeah. Porzingis shot 14 free throws, but he missed five. That's uncharacteristic. Bradley bill missed three free throws. Kuzma missed one. Denny missed one. Kispert missed one. He's a good free throw shooter. Goodwin was three for three, but you, you, you just shoot, you shoot yourselves in the foot by missing these free throws. Also, I would pinpoint, you know, Bradley bill with the turnovers, you know, I'm not going to blame one person, but you know, over dribbling, um, I, I mean, I don't know. If that's, I don't know if that's on West Unsell Jr. Just trying to settle them down. Running, the, you know, I feel like they should have ran the offense through Kuz. Monte Morris didn't have his best night, and they were running the offense really through Porzingis at times, and then really through Bradley Bill. You know, a lot of over dribbling at points, especially in the fourth quarter, and he had a lot of unforced errors, a lot of unforced turnovers where he just lost the ball. There's one time he lost the ball against Joe Harris, and they they took the ball down and and they scored. Um, and it's un unacceptable. We've seen that too many times with Point Brad. It's something that we don't want to see. We don't want to see Point Bradley Bill. We want to see Bradley Bill just being a scorer, coming off screens, pin downs, getting getting the ball from Kuz, getting the ball from Porzingis or Monte Morris or whoever. But, you know, constantly he was bringing the ball up or starting the offense. And um, at sometimes it was just a recipe for disaster. Also, um, KD, man, and Kevin Durant, they're just, they're just unstoppable at times. They really are. Kevin Durant had 39. He almost had 40 points. Kyrie at 27. Um, they, they were just unstoppable sometimes. And, and some of that, you know, I'm happy we didn't double these guys, um, but we just had no resistance against KD. And some some of it's just KD. I mean, he's just going to make some tough – he made some tough shots tonight. I got to tip my cap to Kevin Durant. And offensive rebounding, too. Royce O'Neal got some tough offensive rebounds down the stretch where he, he had an offensive rebound, passed it out to Joe Harris in the fourth quarter. Joe Harris made a three. The next possession, the same thing happens where um, – 
O'Neal. Royce O'Neal gets another offensive rebound. He passes out to Kyrie, and Kyrie knocks down the three. So it looks like Brooklyn, they just wanted this game more. It looks like they had more urgency, more energy than us. You know, we came up with a lot of energy against the Timberwolves. Tonight, it just didn't look that way. Uh, but I got it to my captain for Zingas. I thought he did a better job rebounding the ball. And uh, he, I think he had a career high of rebounds tonight. He had 19 boards and 27 points. But we got to make free throws. We got to shoot better from the three-point line. And we got to move the ball better. Just not a lot of ball movement. Just a lot of dribbling the air out of the ball basketball tonight. Yeah, we had our issues tonight. I feel like this was a very winnable game. It just, you know, looking at the factors that lost us the game, free throws. You know, we shot 23 for 34. Wow. No, we got to hit free throws. I mean, everybody's just <laughs> team effort to be really bad at free throws. Um, three point percentage again, twenty four percent, or if you round it up, twenty four percent. So again, struggle from the behind the arc. I mean, the big three they showed up. Solid three. Um, Bradley Bill, you know, twenty three points. Kuzma twenty two. Porzingis twenty seven points, nineteen rebounds. Like I said, so they showed out tonight. I think another factor that lost the game was very low production from the bench. Now Kisper did add eight points. Gafford, 4.7 rebounds in 10 minutes, so I, I felt like his energy was good. He played well tonight in limited minutes. Barden, again, disappoints. He's been way off. His shot is way off. He's just He has not been playing well at all. Gill came in, played sparingly minutes, zero points. And then Goodwin, again, uh, not overwhelming, five points, five rebounds, but, again, his energy, you know, he, he we, we all know what he provides. So, you know, looking at this team, another factor. I'm going to throw another factor out there. <laughs> Bradley Bill, you, you already said it. Bradley Bill trying to dribble too much. Time and time again, man, you know, <laughs> you know, how many times you got to dribble the ball off your foot, man, to you, you know, we, me, you've always said that this offense is better run through Kuzma or KP. You know, Bradley Bill fills that role of being a scorer, sitting back, hitting jumpers, you know, mid-range, you know, scoring. This team is a, is a good team. You know, when it's team basketball, when there's movement on the offensive end, you know, this is a good team. You know, when it gets into ISO ball, we lose every time. You know, every time Bradley Bill gets into this ISO mode, it just it slows down the offense. It slows the offense down, and it just it, it limits open shooters. And it's just we're wasting clock, and it just didn't make sense. You know, as the franchise guy, as the team leader, you got to know this. You know, the ball is just not fluid when he's in his ISO. So, you know, those are the three factors that really stood out to me as far as a loss tonight. Because you know, three, you know, as you said before, we're just not a three point shooting team. You know, we have nights where we're hitting them. That's a blessing, man, because we're just not overall. We're just not a good three point shooting team. But free throws, man. You know. Notice the first part of the word, free. <laughs> the free, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you got to hit those. You got to hit those. I mean, just there's no excuse for that. Free throws were a big reason we lost the game tonight. Because if you throw those points on the scoreboard, we win the game. So that shows the importance of free throws, especially against teams like Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn, as a team, we got to go through to win the East if we have aspirations of winning the East, which should be the goal, you know. So if we really want to be a team to challenge in the East, we've got to beat teams like Brooklyn. And it comes down to little things like turnovers, 14 turnovers. It comes down to free throws. So, you know, we got to show these things up because I feel like this was a very winnable game. You know, without Rui, because we are missing Rui right now, and mm. we're not the long right, because we're definitely missing these two guys. We were still in a position to win this game. But uh, before we move on, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer to esports, we've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts like this one, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easy way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. 
There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who can help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. So again, right before I pass the mic, you know, just this was a this was a team loss. You know, I think these areas are fixable, but hey, it, it gets harder from here. Yeah, the turnovers were frustrating. They had a they had a three on one fast break, and Monte Morris lost the ball somehow. Um, that was a big possession that hurt us as well. So it just came down to the little things in execution. Um, like we keep harping on, the offense was just really stagnant tonight and, and the Bradley Bill over dribbling. That really hurt us. Um, but like, like I said before, I mean, Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie, Kevin Durant, you look at his numbers tonight, um, 11, he was, I want to say he was 11 for 11 from the free throw line, just looking it up. Yeah, 11 for 11 from the free throw line, 13 for 20 from the field, 2 for 3 from the three-point line, 39 points. Just ridiculous. Um, Kyrie, 7 for 8 from the free throw line as well, 27 points, uh, 2 for 6. Bradley Bill was off from the three-point from, from the three-point line tonight, 1 for uh, one for 6. Kuz was off tonight, 2, two for 8 from the three-point line. Um, now, Corey Kispert, I thought he gave some, some positive minutes. I thought he moved really well, excuse me, without the basketball, cut into the basket. Um, and I thought Gafford definitely could have got a little bit more playing time. I know it's hard to give him playing time because he's playing behind Porzingis. Um, sometimes you may want to try to play them together, but I see tonight, you know, Kevin Durant was playing at the power forward and Claxton was at the five. Um, but Gafford had a nice put back. I thought he played with some good, had some uh, energy tonight, um, 4.7 boards. And then Goodwin, he always plays with energy. So I, I thought he gave good effort tonight too, five points. He had a couple, He got. he's the only one that made all his free throws. And uh, he was rebounding tonight, too, five rebounds and, and um, had a couple putbacks and three assists. But Barton, man, um, I, I just – his shot selection is, is, is just – it's very questionable. He takes a lot of shots at the beginning of the shot clock. Um, his passing is just inaccurate. There was one time where Porzingis was open for a dunk, and he just, like, threw it to the to, – basically threw it out of bounds. Um, and I, I like Will Barton a lot. I think he's super talented. He's he's had a great career, led the Nuggets in three-point shooting. But, man, there's, there's, some of these shots are just some tough shots. And um, they, they may have to shorten this rotation. I, I don't know if, if they shorten the rotation. I don't know. When DeLon comes back and Rui comes back, I don't know if they're going to keep playing Will Barton if he, if he plays like this because he, he's just not contributing in, in, a, in a positive way right now, to put it, to put it lightly. Um, I think he can help, and I think he's very inconsistent, and he can help in spurts. But yeah, right now it, it, it's just it's just not happening with him. It's, he's taking some tough shots, and he's he's, miss, he's missing them. Those tough shots they convert into easy baskets for the other team because they're just such tough shots that he's taking. Um, Denny tonight, 
I know we got to talk about Denny he is, he, with the big fan base that he has. Um, seven points, three assists, five boards. I thought he gave good effort on Kevin Durant, but he's got to stop fouling and he's got to compl- the whole team. They got to stop complaining to the refs. They just complain too much to the refs. They worry about the refs, and that's a whole league problem. Everybody in the NBA, but I feel like sometimes the Wizards they just complain to the refs a little bit more than other teams. Um, sometimes and uh, Denny, Denny is one of them. He's always looking at the ref, and it's like some of these are fouls. You are fouling. You just can't put your hand in the cookie jar. Kyle Lowry ca- caught him with that. Of course, Kevin Durant's going to catch him with that. Of course, you're going to get Kevin Durant the call. Of course, you're going to get Kyrie the call. It's just that star power. He just has to defend with his hands up and wall up. Uh, he's one of our better defenders. Um, he has to go up stronger. He did get blocked in the beginning of the game, but he did have a tough take in the beginning of the game too, where he finished through contact. So it's just like, a, it's a Jekyll and Hyde thing with Denny's finishing. Some, sometimes he'll go up um, very finesse and get blocked. And then there's times where he'll dunk. He did dunk on somebody. Uh, that was nice where Kuzma passed the ball. He dunked on somebody. Uh, and Denny had a nice pass to Kuz and Kuz dunked on somebody. So um, Monte Morris has to play better too. Rough night for him. Um, so yeah, this is, this was just, it was a Wizards letdown game to have such a good game against the Timberwolves and this would be a letdown game. It's just a typical, uh, Wizards, you know, Wizards for them to end up back at 500, 11, 11. So, um, disappointing game, but a lot of things you can pinpoint free throws, three point shooting, some defense and, uh, just over dribbling. You can point to where they really, really need to improve <laughs> for the next game. They play the Hornets. Next, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But yeah, it's definitely some big improvement areas after this for this, looking at this game. Yeah, there's a lot of improvement. You know, it's just I think overall with this team is consistency. It feels like you're not touching, you're not checking every box every game. You know, one game defense might have be an issue, and we're shooting good from the three-point arc. You know, next mm-hmm. game, def- you know, it's just we have to be consistent as far as a team, team basketball. You know, we've got the defense look better. You know, we talk about Denny. Denny defense was good, but, you know, you're never going to stop Kevin Durant. I mean, the dude's, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's going to go down to one of the best scorers in, ever. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just, he's, he's just, he's is. He's going to go down as the best because he's just, you you got to contain him, but you're never going to stop him. You know, right. same thing with Kyrie. You know, Stephen A. Smith says he's box office because he is, man. Look, you know, I know, <laughs> you know, Kyrie has his issues off the court and, you know, you may, you know. And that, and that look, this, this is why when, People say, do you want to trade for some of these guys? I know there's a yeah. lot of baggage with them. But you understand, these guys are generational talent. So I, I get why people say no to trade for these guys. I get it. Yeah. But you got to think about it. I mean, look, you know, Kyrie has his issues. But, mm-hmm. I mean, as a scorer, as a player, I mean, really, if you look at his handles, he's got some of the – he's always had the best handles, or if not being the top five handles in the league. Mm-hmm. He can dribble the ball. So he's a generational talent. So this is, you know, for us to be this close to this team, with the injuries we have, because, you know, I get it, it's Rui and DeLon, right? But, yeah, they, they prove that they are integral parts of this team. They're filling mm-hmm. their absences right now. So it was still a winnable game. So I think it's still optimism because I still feel like we can hang with some of these teams. And we did. We hung in there with these issues. But, you know, what was that? you remember those commercials with the gloves, where um, the dribbling gloves? Maybe they need mm-hmm. to invest in those with Brad, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Brad, man, but he's got to stop the ISO, bro. He's right. got to stop. So yeah, yeah. You know, like he, he needs some stick them today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, team loss tonight, but you know, looking forward, you know, we got the Hornets coming up. I think there's a very mm-hmm. winnable game. So we're gonna get into some of these comments tonight before we roll out of here. Again, we appreciate everybody showing up tonight. That was late. Definitely appreciate mm-hmm. you guys showing love and showing out. So let's see. 
Michael Wilder. He said, can we get some early Kuzma hype going? What an amazing ad he has been. I agree. You know, he's been a big um, move for us. You know, that L.A. move, sending Russ to L.A. and um, getting back the three pieces we got. Kuzma is definitely the best of all the pieces. Now, I think that to a certain degree we are missing uh, KCP <laughs> a little bit because oh. of the defense, especially at that position. You know, we, we were kind of hoping that we got the same output from Barton that we got from KCP. So we're, we're definitely missing his, but, and, you know, of course, Trez. But, you know, out of the three guys, Kuzma's been nice, man. I mean, he's mm-hmm. really developed into an all-around player. So I definitely agree with that. What do you think? Um, Yeah, Kuzma's been incredible. I thought they should have ran offense through him today. I was disappointed. Um, I, I, put, I put a bet on prize fix for him to get more than three and a half assists, and he didn't get it because – we weren't really giving him the ball um, to run the offense. Now, he got downhill, and he had 25 or 27 points. He shot the ball really well, um, except for the three-point line. But when he's getting downhill, when he's not settling for threes, that's when he's lethal, man. That's when he can take over a game. Um, I thought Porzingis had chances to take over the game, too. He, he, he uh, had a career high in rebounds. But, man, Kuz, yes, he, he's been playing. There have been some games where he's played at an all-star level, for sure. So um, I'm very happy with Kuz's production this year. Um, I mean, he's and he's a great rebounder. He's a great rebounder. He's a great passer. He can score. Um, he's he's been a heck of a player this year. Absolutely. You know, I think he's he's going to get that bag. You know, mm. <laughs> you know, he's a good leader too. Absolutely. Oh man, that that's the biggest point to me mm-hmm. was his uh, his leadership has shown. You know, he's been a big leader on this team. So I completely agree. We we'll see. Uh, perfect finding said Ed. He calling you out, man. Ed, this time, do blame it on the officials. Rest were terrible. That in our free throw percentage, there was no half-court deal by Kuz. Corey was pushed at least 2,000 by my guy, Denny, but non-existent. You know, the, you know, you mentioned it earlier. Um, look, star power. You know, certain teams, you know, team power. You know, you go against teams like Brooklyn, the Lakers, you know, you, they gonna get, they're going to get those calls. So it's just, especially on the road. You know, maybe at home you, you get a little bit of love, but on the road at Brooklyn, you just, that's just the name of the game, man. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I, I I don't like to blame games on the refs because you, you can't really blame it on the refs because we left so many free throws on the board. We left so many points on the board. So that's on that's on us. We shot ourselves in the foot in turnovers. The refs can't stop us from turning over the ball. The refs can't stop us from missing free throws. So, you know, if we would have lost the game by one and we made all our free throws and there were some bad calls, then sure, I would pinpoint it on the refs. But I, I can't do that tonight, especially when we're just dribbling the ball out of bounds and turning the ball over. And you, I, I can't blame. We got to look ourselves in the mirror. That's what we got to do. Yeah, we got to find our identity. We, you know, we say it time and time again. Phil Wilson said the need for a point guard becomes more glaring by the day. How soon does Tommy inquire about Ishmael? Lord have mercy. I don't know if I'm ready for a repeat of Ishmael, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. You know, um, I do like Monte Boris, but I think he's best fit for the second unit. Mm-hmm. So I think that other than a 3D wing, I think point guard has to be a position that we need to upgrade going towards the trade deadline. You know, we, you know, we're going to talk about it tomorrow, but obviously they, they've acquired about Jay Crowder and mm-hmm. a lot of wings. But I'm intrigued to see what point guards we may be looking at, because I think, you know, you got to look at this position. You know, Monte's just not it at the starting unit. I think he is best served for the second unit. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they just don't have a point guard that can get into the paint and put pressure on the defense. Um, Monte, he's a really good backup. Last year, he played off of Jokic, so he wasn't the guy that, you know, that they, the Nuggets weren't relying on him to generate offense like we are. We're relying on him to get guys open, and he's not able to do it. 
Um, and that turnover towards the end of the game was awful. He's got to catch the basketball and just bring it up and pass it off on a fast break. It's inexcusable. Um, you brought up KCP. Uh, Almighty God says, yeah, we should have kept KCP. I, I wouldn't go as far as saying that, but it looks like we, we got the short end of the trade. KCP is playing really, really well with the with the Nuggets. He's shooting the three at a high clip, and you know Barton shot selection is 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 very questionable from from Will Barton and Monte Morris is just he's a steady Eddie guy that's not really changing the game. He's not really Jordan Goodwin honestly produces just as much as him. And uh, somebody had a comment. Benz says, uh, "What does Monte do well?" Question mark. I thought Goodwin should have played the entire fourth quarter. Monte got back in the game, and he had that turnover during the 3-1 three, three, break. That's what I was talking about. He said, shaking my head in all caps. Um, yeah, there's really no difference between Monte and Jordan Goodwin. There's really no difference between Monte and, and DeLon Wright. Honestly, they're more productive than him. They're better defenders than Monte. Uh, Jordan Goodwin's a better defender than Monte Morris, and DeLon Wright's a better defender than Monte Morris. So I like Monte too, but like you said, Brandon, he's just better suited as a backup. Yeah, Monte needs to be a backup. And the same thing with Barton. You know, he's just best served on the bench. But, you know, he really is not best served anywhere right now because he's just struggling. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I think he's a movable contract. He's a he's a spine contract. I think his play, you got to include him in the deal. You know, same thing with Gaff, looking at his minutes. So, obviously, that's another conversation to be had at another time about potential deals that we will be having soon. But, mm. um, you know, again, we're, you know, we're going to wrap it up. But mm. this was a team loss. And I think that it was a very winnable game. And even with all the issues, this this kind of shows a little bit about our identity, that if we shore up these areas that we struggle at, we do have a chance in the East. Now, I'm not saying we're contenders. I'm not saying that we're going to win the East. Obviously, there's a clear difference between us and the higher echelon teams like the Clevelands, the Brooklyns, and the Boston. You know, I don't know if anybody really mm. messes with the Celtics right now. Yeah, but, Milwaukee. Oh, my God. You know, the Celtics and the Bucks, man, they're rolling. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, And, you know, Chris Middleton's out for the Bucks. That shows you how mm. much, you know – so it's a winnable game. I do think we're a move away. You know, a lot of people agree with us that we are a move away from actually, you know, really taking that step. But, you know, again, <laughs> you got anything you want to add before we roll, man? No. Um, yeah, we'll probably talk about Jay Crowder tomorrow or sometime next week. I know there's reports that the Wizards are interested in him and, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But um, no, that's it. That's all I got for tonight. Yes, sir. Well, hey, everybody, appreciate y'all coming out, man. Uh, showing us love, talking basketball with us tonight. Again, team lost, but we're looking forward to the Charlotte Hornets. Let's get that win in the Queen City. So, again, follow me and E on Twitter and Instagram and like us. We're close to 3,000, so definitely like and subscribe on YouTube. Show us some love. It was five stars where you can get your apps. And, again, thank you, everybody, tonight, and have a good night, and peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.